It wasn't juicy like they sometimes are. Important thing that I realized about my new apartment life. What is that? That I live five minutes from work, which means that I can just drive home for lunch. <laughs> oh. It that is sounds... so nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And like sometimes it's, you know, just in the interest of like, you know, it's five minutes, but it's five minutes of, you know, like kind of like back roads. So it's not great mm-hmm. on the gas mileage. So I still yeah. try and, you know, make lunch. But for example, today I woke up on time but you know you, you wake up on time but then you're just kind of like uh eh, i have some time still and then you don't yeah. actually have time you don't actually do what you need to do in the morning mm-hmm. so that was this morning for me it was a it was a kind of a stereotypical monday which i typically don't have uh but so i wake up and i don't make lunch or really do much of anything and i go into work and i realize hey i can just go home for lunch i don't because you know a lot of times like I wouldn't make a lunch for whatever reason, and I'd use that as an excuse to, like, go out to eat, which isn't great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, I can go home. And so I did, and I made myself a hot turkey and cheddar sandwich, and I had an apple and stuff, and I could just kind of hang out in my kitchen and listen to whatever, like, out loud. It was great. It was so freeing. Wow. You have such a perfect life, Mark. I also made cookies last night. So I okay. Had, so I had frozen chocolate chip cookies as a lunch dessert. <laughs> Wait, frozen? Like yeah. you made them and then you froze them? Yeah, that's how you keep cookies so that they're better later. What? Oh my goodness! Is this going to be another thing? <laughs> I've is... never heard of this. No, this is like how I was trained. Cookies are either good fresh, or they're good frozen. They are completely insufficient at room temperatures. And this is, like, something that's been indoctrinated into us by our dad. Like, the prized chocolate chip cookies are never the ones that we let sit in the cookie jar over the holidays. It's the ones that are hidden in Ziploc bags, buried away in the freezer. Those are the prizes. Wait, so do you just eat them frozen, or do you heat them back up? Oh, no, you eat them frozen. You let them sit out for about three minutes so that it makes them, like, cold and moist, basically. And they're so no, it's so good that way. Like Cold they still and have like moist, like a dog's nose. No, not not mo- not in like a bad way. It's just like that's the best description that I can give. But it's in the best possible way. They still like they still have like the gooiness of like a a freshly baked chocolate chip cookie. It's just that they're very cold. But they're how are they gooey if they're frozen? As in like. I mean, yes, you can, just, you can just eat it straight frozen, which I often do. But, you know, you have like three or four cookies, and by the time you make your way through the first or second frozen ones, the other ones have softened up a bit. They're not quite as frozen. Okay. And then they have, they're much more malleable, but in just like, oh, just like the perfect way. Like, imagine like, you know, like the chocolate chip cookie in a Kemp Switch? Yeah. It's like cold and like a little chewy. Yeah. It's basically like that. You're just recreating that, except you don't have the ice cream. Okay. I have never heard of this before. Mm. I am slightly, okay, interesting. Yeah, we do Um, it for chocolate chip cookies, and then my dad also loves it that way for Thin Mints. 
Okay, you're you're also just like wrong, but like no. it's okay. And then we Everyone's we don't freeze like Christmas sugar cookies. Those get refrigerated. I don't understand why why not? Why aren't those frozen if the other ones are frozen? I think I know for me part of it is that frozen chocolate tastes really good. There's something about like just it just does something to the taste or how, just how it is. I don't it's hard to explain. I don't know. Maybe it's because just freezing crappy Hershey chocolate that you use for chocolate chips uh just it's better frozen. I don't really know. It just for me, it's just perfect. Either they have it, like, once they're not fresh baked, once they've been out of the oven for more than, like... This was basically my process last night. I had, like, two or three fresh baked cookies, and then once they're out of the oven for more than, like, five or ten minutes, they're worthless to me. They go straight in the Tupperware and straight in the freezer <laughs> for later. <laughs> they're worthless to me. They are. They're just... It's it's a subpar way of enjoying a chocolate chip cookie if it's at room temperature. Wow. I I have never heard of this. Like with chocolate chip cookies, I'll take them and I'll like microwave them for a couple seconds to get them back to gooey land. Mm. That, that wouldn't like, be the same. Oh gosh, I I don't even I don't even know how to t- talk with you right now. Like, <laughs> that wouldn't be the. How you just is gotta, it you just not gotta the try same? It. Just just try. It's it. gooey and delicious. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just I I, I honestly prefer them frozen. That's so... I have never heard of that before. But it has that to be is, like... Like, I wouldn't freeze just, like, you know, Chips Ahoy or something, you know, like... <laughs> well, you're not a monster. I know. It's just, like, when it's when it's homemade or, like, like I use just, like, Toll House cookie dough because I'm lazy. Uh, just make that and then I freeze it. I freeze the cookies. Hmm. And it's just, it's just so good. Just make yourself some cookies and freeze just, like, one and just try it. I can't. I'm trying to eat healthy, Mark. This is okay. Healthy. Fine. When you come visit me, I'll make some cookies, and you can have a frozen one just to see what okay. it's like. Good. Because I was a- gonna say, like, I just got my Girl Scout cookies today at work, I- and like, <laughs> I was able to stay strong and not get McDonald's for dinner tonight. <laughs> like, I'm I'm living my life on the night, like the edge of a knife of like staying vaguely healthy yeah well i i felt so bad i went to the grocery store last night and <laughs> i walked by and there were a bunch of like a big family or i guess probably just a bunch of friends whatever of uh, a bunch of girl scouts selling cookies together mm-hmm. and it, this was like eight o'clock at night and they're like oh girl scout cookies and i said like with every intention like i had cash in my wallet for the first time in a while <laughs> and i said oh maybe on the way out like <laughs> and i meant it and and as I walked into the store, almost out of earshot, I hear the mom say, "Oh, we're leaving in a couple minutes." And like, oh no! At that point, I was too far into the store to like spin on a heel <laughs> and come back and buy a bunch of Thin Mints. You know. Yeah. Also, I didn't feel like walking through the store with a bunch of Thin Mints under my arms. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just weird. Awkward. But so you know, and then I kind of as I walked by going to the other side of the store, I saw, yep, in fact, they did leave. So then I bought the cookie dough. <laughs> But the cookie dough is cheaper too, so. Yeah. Uh, That was kind of funny though. Mm, But yeah, so lunches at home. It's a a whole new ball game being able to do that. Yeah, I bet. So relaxing. And then I also, like, 
the issue taking lunch at work is we're technically allowed an hour lunch break. It's what most people do. Mm-hmm. You can you're theoretically allowed to cut it to half an hour and leave a half hour early, but like unless you actually need to, nobody really does that. And but I just have a hard time figuring out things to do for an hour. See, I'm not good at taking an hour long lunch break, but when I'm at home, lots of things for me to do here. Yeah, <laughs> you know. See, I'm in a different situation. We are supposed to take an hour long lunch break, and we are not supposed to cut it short and leave half an hour early. Mm-hmm. And I want so badly to eat half an hour lunches and go home 30 minutes early. Yeah. Like, I would love to do that so much. It would be so great. It would make my life so much better, in my head at least. And we can't. It sucks. Like, thankfully, I have some coworkers who I'll eat lunch with and we'll just kind of hang out and talk for a while. Or a couple days a week, I'll often, like, take a nap during lunch. So I'll eat my lunch in like 20 minutes and then I'll take, I'll go, we have this small like guest office space, but we never have guests in there. So it's just like a room with a couple cubicles in it that no one's ever in. So I just go in there, shut the door, shut the lights off, curl up under one of the desks in a cubicle. Sure. Perfect nap spot. Until I'm sure eventually someone will awkwardly come in and not know that I'm in there when I'm taking a nap (laughs) and I'll have to like... Do the like crawl of shame out from underneath the cubicle as they're like in there, I don't know, like talking on the phone or something. <laughs> That's basically inevitable, depending on how long you're there. <laughs> People already know I'm weird, so it doesn't really bother me knowing that that's going to happen eventually. Like, <laughs> it'll just fit with my personality, I think. Well, I suppose consist- there's something to be said for consistency. Yeah. And we're pretty we're pretty nap positive workplace. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely sure that my boss takes a nap almost every day at lunch. Okay. Like his office has big windows that open up to our lab and so you can see around the time that lunch is getting done, no one goes in or out of his office, but all of a sudden the office is dark and you can't see him in there and then a light turns on and you see him like getting up from under his desk. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward then. <laughs> uh, other other thing. Unfortunately, stargazing did not work out this past weekend. Bummer. As anticipated, weather was an issue. Basically, I feel like it's been at least a week in a row now where it's a beautiful day and then it just starts raining. Yeah. Happened again today. Completely blue skies. Looked beautiful outside. It was nice. I sat out on my deck a little bit when I got back from work. And then just before we started recording, I just hear it start pouring. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So hopefully this weekend will be a bit better. I have plenty of weekends in a row that I can uh, try and make it work. Yeah. Uh, But it ended up being... Pretty much for the best, I realized I was originally, I think I said I re- was originally planning on Saturday. Then after we started recording, I realized, oh, that's right, I need to play music at church at 7.30 in the morning on Sunday. <laughs> so Saturday's not going to work. So Friday was really the only option. And at that point, it was like, oh, I'd have to come back from work, attempt to take a nap, which I'm really bad at, and then like drive out there and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just seemed like a little much for the time. So, a wee bit much. Yeah, but I have things. I have binoculars and a red flashlight, so. 
Hey. At least got that. So now you're prepared for next time it comes around that you're wanting to do that. Exactly. I am shooting for this weekend. Okay, I was going to say. The, the moon will be better this weekend, won't it? Uh, I, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I, think, I think it will be. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Sweet. It'll either be better or much worse. I mean, or comparable. No, it's always changing. I know that it's always changing, but, like, it could still be comparable. (laughs) Like, (laughs) there's a lot of, there's a lot of leeway between better and a lot worse. (laughs) I feel like it's either, like, going towards a full moon right now or not, and I don't know which is happening, because I haven't actually checked. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to guess that it's waxing right now. I'm calling a waxing gibbous. Okay. Moon phase right now. Today's moon phase. The moon today is in a waxing gibbous phase. Whoa, he called it. I did. Illumination night. Oh, full moon tomorrow. Okay, well, (laughs) I just got on the right side of that one. (laughs) (laughs) So it probably wouldn't have been that great Uh, for you to go out this weekend anyway, because it was almost a full moon. Well, it's going to be almost a full moon still, you know, like. Yeah, that's kind of. It's 21st, 22nd, 23rd. So, yeah, it's going to be at 90% and 80%. On Friday but and Saturday. What time is moonset this weekend uh, for you? I think that it's like, it must be at like. Or moonrise. Moonrise. Oh, great. Uh, okay, I need to I need to search specific to where I am. San Diego moonrise. Um, we're today moonset moonrise at four forty seven p.m. Is that set or rise? You said both words. I said rise. So that's oh. not great. Wait, oh, PM. I, yeah, we don't want the moon up. Sorry, I thought you said AM. I was like, whoa. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to have to wait a little bit. <laughs> if you go out early morning, would you be after moonset? <sighs> I don't want to be dark out. <laughs> Moonsets at like uh this weekend moonset will be eight in the morning <laughs> to nine oh, in the morning. Yeah, nope. That's a no go. <laughs> okay. Tried to help. I know. Swing and a miss. It's okay. It's good to at least be looking. So that way I yeah. can be a bit more prepared. Uh yeah. maybe the following weekend though, like the last weekend in February. That'll probably be a more solid probably weekend. Probably be good, because it's looking like a moon rise is, like, depending on which day I would go, like, late, or like, I guess, like, probably around 3 a.m. Yeah. And then we're getting close to uh, a new moon. Mm-hmm. So, keep my, keep my hopes up. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. It's me first tonight, right? Or my it comic? Is. Yes. And we got BC by Mastriani and Hart. And we are met with a 
well, as the comic would imply, a somewhat prehistoric scenario out in a rocky, deserty type area. There's a sign up in the background that says speed bump tests. And we have uh, what seems to be a road raised above the ground and a speed bump that is actually a speed divot and a man lying on his face after falling off of some sort of unicycle type apparatus that is stuck in this speed divot and he's saying I'm thinking they should stick out instead of in <laughs> as as a man takes notes of his, takes notes of his comments <laughs> okay grant <laughs> it made me laugh <laughs> top comment shouldn't that be speed dip test thank you for explaining the comic sir <laughs> That's really? Nine funny. people nine people liked that. <laughs> Ooh, and there's nine replies. I know. It's like hopefully one of them is just like, yeah, good job guessing. Nope. Nope. What? Okay, we got someone we got a technical explanation by David Hool Green. There was definitely a bump. Not standard, but technically. Especially since, after the dip, there's a rise back to level. Bump. <laughs> to encounter something that is an obstacle or hindrance, bumped up against a chair. <laughs> is the example sentence. Thanks, oh David. Gosh. Yeah, thanks, David. So... Okay, so, <laughs> what's so the point of this grant? <laughs> this comic was chosen because it shows... Um, the design process. And oh, yeah, not, does it? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and specifically, the process of trial and error. Okay. Because they tried to design, it didn't work, and we assume, based on what speed bumps are for us today, that they altered the design to make it better. Now, I would like the record to show that in a parking lot near where I used to live here... There, the bumps weren't labeled one way or another, but there were some speed bumps that were bumps, and there were also uh, things that were divots that seemed pretty intentionally to be divots, the way that things were designed. <laughs> like not like potholes? They were actually they were, put Yeah, the they road? were like, there was a line of a divot in the middle of the road. What the heck? I've never seen that before. <laughs> I, mean, I had what? it either, but I just want to <laughs> throw that one out there. Because it was funny. <laughs> That's some freaking caveman-esque technology. <laughs> uh, okay, so what were you? What were you? What did you want to talk about with regards to trial and error and design? I wanted to ask you if you feel like there's any things in your li life currently that you are learning by trial and error, or how are some ways that you learn by trial and error? Or do you Ooh. learn by trial and error very often in your life? Man. Boom. Three questions. Hit him with it. Boom, boom, boom. Ugh. <laughs> oh, those sound effects, though. <laughs> uh, hmm. I mean, obviously, let me, let me hit you with this, Grant. Isn't all of life just a series of trial and error? 
Okay. <laughs> but I mean, actually, though, Podcast like that's that's the thing is like uh, on a broad level, like yeah, I'm trying to be an adult. <laughs> that's definitely a big sense of trial and error there. Yeah. Um. But I don't more know. error I, than trial. Yeah. But, well, I don't know. Not necessarily. I'd like to For stay optimistic. I like to stay optimistic. Um. <laughs> but I mean, there are some things like at work. I've started. Uh. You know, I'm on sort of a newer project that I'm helping out with, and that's like, it feels like being an intern again. Like, it's a completely new set of things that I need to learn how to do in a different style and just a different way of going about things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's at a different mathematical level than what I've been doing. Okay. So that's one big thing is that's definitely a lot of trial and error. Is just trying to figure out what I should be doing. And it, it was trial and error for the entire team, too, because this is something that has no basis for comparison. It's a completely new project for our company that uh, we're, like, slowly going to start getting into beta testing soon. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, on a macro level, a big trial and error. And then for people like me who have just uh, come onto the project that's kind of been in the works for a while, it's... A very new experience for me as well, individually. So that's kind of the biggest thing that comes to mind. Also, little things like uh, this was actually a success. It was trial and error, but it was success. I had never done minute rice in the microwave. Oh, really? Never. I'd always just done the five minutes boiling in a pot. But now I don't have a pot right now. But I wanted to be able to make. Like so, this is the thing. When I had, when I was planning out some dinners, I have like I had like two pounds of ground turkey that I need to do something with. Uh huh. And I knew that I was fine just doing like ground turkey with some peppers or something, and then some rice. Mm-hmm. The the mistake that I've made in the past is attempting to reheat my starches. Ooh like yeah. Making a bunch of rice or pasta and then trying to reheat it well. That gets tricky. It It is, and I'm very bad at it, apparently. <laughs> that was a lot of <laughs> trial and error senior year of college. <laughs> and so now I've learned uh, that it's actually very easy to just do cook half a cup of rice in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And what's even better, what I learned, I'm sure this is not news to a lot of people, but I cook it for like con- most of the way in the microwave, and then I mix in my the ground turkey that I've already cooked, Put that in with it and mix it up a little bit and then toss in the microwave for the rest of the time. Ooh. So that way the rice cooks all the way. It's like fresh rice so it's not all weird and dry or whatever. Yeah. And that way the turkey stays kind of moist because it's in with like, you know, the wet rice as it is getting microwaved. Mm-hmm. So that way the turkey actually stays pretty fine despite having been reheated. And then I can just toss, you know, raw bell peppers, which I'm fine with, uh, in it and mix it all up. And I have it, like, all in a one, one bowl. And, like, yes. that's the only dish that I need then. It's just, like, that one, one bowl. One bowl meals. Yeah. One bowl meals. So that's what I've actually had for dinner for the past couple nights, and it's actually very good. Single man meals. Single man meals. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, you know, that's, I mean, that's basically it. I wouldn't want to serve it to anybody because yeah. I, I don't season things. <laughs> what? <The> only, <laughs> we've talked about this. We've talked about this. I My know family did not grow seasoning things. I don't understand. And, Food well, must okay, be if so it makes sad. you feel, if it makes you feel a little better, 
I'll give you two pieces of information about this meal. The ground turkey is pre-seasoned. Italian ground turkey is what it's oh, labeled as. Italian ground turkey. <laughs> yeah, so technically it has some sort of seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> and then what I also did oregano. is I'll mix in a little bit of seasoning with the rice before I cook it. Okay. So I, I put in, I've been doing just like a little bit of paprika or whatever. Ooh, paprika. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's actually, that that's turned out quite well. That's been a successful outcome of a development process. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty happy about that discovery. And also it makes it, you know, things like coming home for lunch. That's a thing that I could do for lunch if I wanted to. Oh, yes. And then you uh, don't have to fight for like the crappy work microwave. Yeah, or like bring all these components with me either, like a yeah. box of instant rice. <laughs> just keep it in your desk. Isn't that no. what desk drawers are for? I don't. That's have what a my filing cabinet my is used for. I don't have a it's... drawer or a filing cabinet. I have like open shelves under my underneath my standing desk. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it would look really fun. I mean, other people have weird things. One guy has like a small thing of whiskey. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, he's never actually had any, as far as I know, but it just sits there. Yeah. <laughs> People that's... have weird things in their desk. I just try to not be someone who does. <laughs> that's funny. Ugh. We're not allowed to have alcohol on the premises at work, so well, I do not, not have whiskey in my desk. That's not surprising at all. I mean, we're not technically allowed to really either, but you know, we're a small company that doesn't have quite as much as stake chemically as you guys do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess technically we're not allowed to have drinking alcohol on yeah, the premises. Exactly. Because we we got other alcohol. It just like it'll kill you if you try to drink it. Yeah. Um, I got gotcha. you. Or or at least you'll go blind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Nah, my file. I have. A four drawer filing cabinet at my desk, and there is one drawer that is half full of files, okay. another drawer that is like a quarter full of empty files, so that I don't have to go over to the like supply room when I need a new file, which is like maybe once a month. Okay, and sure. then the other two two drawers, one is where I put my jacket when I come in in the morning, and the other one is where I keep my snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so i just I have mean, a drawer full of snacks we have snacks provided for us so oh i'm mark i'm cool we have snacks provided for us we do we have we have an email called snack fairy <laughs> what <laughs> i mean we kind of get the same stuff people can request different stuff we get the same kind of assortments of granola bars and stuff like that some some fruit uh, lots of yogurt, lots of sparkling water. People really like sparkling water at my work what the for heck? whatever reason. I yeah, snack fairy. But also, we're like you know, we're a small company in a small area. Like it's not hard to <laughs> yeah <laughs> make that work. And people probably don't abuse it. No, not really. Uh, I think you know, as interns, we probably did a little bit. You know, you got like all of a sudden for three months they brought in. 12 college-age people, most of them boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, it probably got abused a little bit. And I remember, I vaguely remember getting an email about that <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly along just, like, the general lines of, like, 
these like we provide these snacks to be cool but just don't like don't use them to replace your meals you know like just eat normal food and then there's snacks here if you need them Mm -hmm. just to be a person but don't like you know yeah don't don't take advantage of it and don't use snack fairy at in place (laughs) of lunch fairy yeah exactly (laughs) can you get a box of pancake mix please (laughs) (laughs) also bring a griddle in that'd be great yeah (laughs) Uh, some eggo waffles yeah and maybe like a chicken pot pie (laughs) some stouffer's lasagna (laughs) oh stouffer's lasagna is delicious though (laughs) it is that's a good call (laughs) Uh, so you have a filing cabinet with snacks in it huh yeah it's great i know someone else do you have awkward like alphabetical dividers just for extra funsies (laughs) like Hmm, what am I in the mood for? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, for Oreo. Or <laughs> I know what I'm doing with the first hour of my workday tomorrow. <laughs> I'm filing my snacks. So they're not just in a drawer. They're going to be in files now. I expect to see a picture of this. <laughs> I'll send you one. Good. <laughs> Good thing my boss doesn't know about this podcast. Actually, he wouldn't care. He'd think it's funny. Yeah. He'd encourage it. I'd hope so. <laughs> That's that's great. Uh. Ooh. All right. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about stuff, you can. Otherwise, we can move on to my comic. We can move on to your comic. I feel like we've talked. We've gone on a tangent from mine long enough. Okay. I started talking about snacks for some reason, <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Because as usual, we're hungry. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mark's comic for the week is Off the Mark by Mark Parisi. And so the scene opens. Two dinosaurs, which I assume to be T-Rexes or something, are hugging in the middle of the scene with long arms, seemingly uncharacteristic for T-Rexes. And there's an open box in front of them with Valentine's Day themed wrapping paper and the box is labeled arm extensions. <laughs> so, Mark. Well, first, Grant, I want to compliment you. That was about the most competent reading of a comic that you've provided over 31 episodes of this podcast. I'm so glad you said you that. Took, you took a second. You actually, I, I heard your pause before you jumped into it. You actually <laughs> took notice of what the point of the comic was. And I then almost, you correctly chose the, the, the way forward from there. <laughs> I almost started by describing the volcano in the background. And then I was like, that's not important to the comic. <laughs> but I'm really glad that you said that. Because I finished it and then I said like my... So, Mark, comment, trying to get you in on this. And as I said that, I was, like, kind of getting a bit giddy inside. I was like, I didn't mess it up. I didn't mess it up. I didn't mess it up that badly. Woo! It was quite well done. Thank you. (laughs) So, uh, what I realized after we recorded last week is that we missed... The first real opportunity for this podcast, which is that last week's episode, 
was released on Valentine's Day. No. And we didn't fake holidays. Hashtag fake news. Okay, that's fine. What did you do for your Valentine's Day, Grant? (laughs) Nothing. No. I went to work and then I came home and had I think I had chili for dinner or something. I don't know. Did you not get like actually discounted candy the following day at least? No. I know what I did on Valentine's Day. I frantically cleaned my apartment. Because I had a friend coming on Friday evening to visit oh, me for the weekend. Great. And so I frantically cleaned, but not enough, and then got home Friday and cleaned like a freaking tornado <laughs> until he showed up at like 7.30. <laughs> nice. Like, I have never cleaned more efficiently in my life. Well, good. I also vacuumed my stairs for the first time since I've lived here, which was a disaster because my vacuum is not designed for vacuuming stairs. Sure. But on the plus side, the stairs are vacuumed and I didn't die. So hmm. that's all that matters. Yeah, that is true. I only Us- almost dropped a vacuum down the stairs like three <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, well, that's that is bound to happen. Vacuums are not known for being particularly ergonomic. No, they're not. (laughs) Uh, Mine is is also not overly durable, so I'm not sure if it would mm. survive a fall down the stairs. That's fair, too. You would maybe get to have her, or maybe would have gotten to hear about my excursion shopping for a new vacuum if I dropped it. (laughs) Oh, I was super bummed. Someone was giving out a Roomba at work. And basically said, whoever replies, I'll just generate a random number and pick someone. I didn't get it. I was pretty bummed. Could have used it. That would have been nice. Could have used it. Would have been perfect for my situation. That would have been... That would be... Ooh, do I want a Roomba now? But do Roombas (laughs) have, like... You don't want to pay for Roombas. (laughs) What? I said you don't want to pay for a Roomba. (laughs) But, like, there's, like, generic Roombas nowadays, aren't there? Uh, there might be. I like yeah, Rumbas or something, or you could probably, some, yeah, like, knockoff? Yeah, you could find stuff that probably does similar things. But my fear is that they don't have technology to not go downstairs. Oh, yeah, they totally do. I mean, my do family they? had a Roomba when I was in first grade, and it never went down the stairs. Whoa. Like, it's just okay. a bunch of it's just a bunch of IR sensors, and then the only thing that gets better is, like, how quickly it processes information, yeah. and the newer ones will map your home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, even back then, like, it was capable of uh, doing... Oh, I think the other thing is that you had little, like, beacons... Uh, that it that it keyed into before, and now it can do stuff as a single unit mm-hmm. for the most part. So no beacons necessary. That's right. But yeah, I wanted a Roomba. I wanted something that felt like a pet. <laughs> you know. Oh, don't like, even get me started, Mark. I will. I don't know. I've already given up on this comic. That's fine. We can talk about pets instead. <laughs> No, I want a pet so I want a I know, I dog do too. <laughs> so badly and I'm a smart enough and responsible enough adult to know that I shouldn't get a pet right now cuz like yep. I don't live See, my when you said that you could go home for lunch, I was like, "Mark, if you get a freaking puppy because you can go home to let your dog go to lunch, I'm going to 
end you. We're not well, going to be friends the, anymore. Well, this is the annoying conversation I have to have with people that people don't get. It's like, it's expensive not just to obviously have a pet, but to just have a pet in an apartment. You know, that's but, not like, like, like you have to pay extra for that. And also there's the fact that I have a roommate. <laughs> but like, they're cute AF and I, know. I just love, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'd love I'm a hundred percent a dog person, even though I've never had a dog and I want one so badly. Honestly, I'd be fine with a cat too, but just having any pet is just problematic for various reasons. <laughs> yeah. I'd even get, like, a fish, but, like, that's more work than people think, and I don't yeah. have the heart to not take care of a fish properly. Mm-hmm. So then I have to do the whole, like, get an actual tank with actual, like, heating elements and all this sort of stuff. And, and then you have to wait. And... and then it needs to go through the nitrogen cycle for, like, a number of weeks before you can yeah. even get the fish. And it's just all this stuff. And as we talked about, I put things on cardboard boxes right now. I'd need to get a table <laughs> just to put a tank on. You know, like, yeah. there's a lot going on that would make it very difficult. So then it's like the logical conclusion from there is like, I guess I have to get like, I either need a plant or I need a Roomba. <laughs> Those are my two options. You should get a plant. <laughs> you don't have a plant? No, I don't. I don't have a place to put a plant. Where would I put a plant? Does I your apartment I haven't actually shown you have my apartment, any like, windows? Yeah, but not. I don't have like a place to actually put a plant. Like, I need a surface to put a plant on. Do you have chairs? We have two stools in our kitchen that does not face outside. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you only have two stools and there's two of you, so you can't use one of them yeah, for a exactly. plant. <laughs> okay, go well, on freaking okay, Craigslist. I'm sure I you can find, get, like, a crappy chair for, like, a dollar. Yes, I know, Grant. I understand. The other issue is that our window does not face in a direction that gets any direct sunlight. <laughs> That's fine. There's plenty of plants that don't need direct sunlight. You could get um at work I learned about this plant called a mother-in-law's tongue and cuz one of my coworkers got it because he has it at his desk because our lab has no windows. But these plants they're freaking impossible to kill. I swear to god. <laughs> That's why it's called the mother-in-law's tongue. Yeah, I got you. Because um, he's, he's had it in our windowless office now for almost two months. And it is growing like like it's in... Like an invasive species? Yeah. Like, <laughs> And he also just told me the other day that he hasn't like... So he came in this week, but the past two weeks... He's been traveling. He's been gone. No one's been watering it. It looks fine. <laughs> it's been over two weeks since he's watered it, and it looks fine. Sure. Well, what I did realize upon some investigation in the, I guess, the awning uh, that overhangs my deck, there is a hook. So I could hang a pot there. Uh you should hang a bot there. I know that I should. I just need to figure out... There's a thing. I just feel like I need to, like, you know, actually, like, figure stuff out. Yeah, no. But yeah, I don't know. I just want, like, something living besides myself and my roommate in here. Yeah, that's And a Roomba's close good. enough. I'd be fine to have a Roomba, but now I don't want to buy one. <laughs> yeah. It's a and it would just and it would just up. continually vacuum our living room that has no furniture in it and that we don't use. 
<laughs> Mark, you're this episode has been just like Mark making very single guy comments, even though he's in a relationship. Because like you have an an apartment with a living room with no furniture in it. It was really funny. Yesterday, we finally got rid of all the boxes that were sitting outside our kitchen. Oh my god! Yeah, probably about like. 10 or 15 boxes that we condensed down and brought to the recycling finally. And then we were talking, or no, this must have been, was this Saturday? I think it was Saturday that this happened. Not that it really matters. And then we were kind of looking at our living room, you know, just kind of like, well, yeah, I guess that's our living room. And then we're just kind of talking and I just sit on the floor and just like lean up <laughs> against the wall as we talk about whether we'll ever furnish furnish it. And we and we decided that if we ever have a guest coming over that we feel like we should get just, like, literally two chairs and a table, we can't decide if that would be more sad or, like, actually useful. <laughs> <laughs> I say go to Goodwill or, like, a secondhand store. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to furnish it, because currently I'm recording this podcast sitting at my... Five dollar no, it was a ten dollar Goodwill table, and I'm sitting in one of my four. I think they were four dollar a piece Goodwill chairs. Sure. So like, I have a table and four chairs that cost me under thirty bucks. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically my my plan is to get either go to like a Goodwill or just go to Walmart and get like a folding card table. Because yeah. the the other issue is that our the counter where we eat at doesn't have a recess in it. Like it, it's just full of cabinet space and a dishwasher, so you can't actually sit up close to it because your knees would just kind of hit the wall. You know, and yeah. then you're like far you away a, from the actual counter. <laughs> you need a table, Mark. <laughs> you don't even have a couch. No, we definitely don't have a couch. I told you our living room's empty. Where do you eat right now? At your we eat at on the your counter. bed. No, we eat at the counter with our two stools. At least that's where I eat. I don't know where Bargov eats. <laughs> but you just you just said that you you can't sit there because there's no recess. Oh, I sit sideways. <laughs> you sit. Oh my! And then gosh. I lean my elbow on the counter as I eat. <laughs> oh my gosh! I feel like I've. Wow, <laughs> this is this has been a good podcast. I finally feel like I have my shit together in my life. <laughs> hey. In my oh, defense, shoot. in Sorry. my Language. defense, it's okay. It's fun to bleep things. In my defense, you had you were able to bring a bunch of things down, and your parents were there for an entire weekend to properly set you up as an adult. Okay, yeah. I lived in a room with nothing, moved everything alone in my Honda Civic, and now I'm here. Okay, that that makes me. So it's still yeah. a work in progress. I've only been here for like two weeks. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for giving me a head start on adulthood. Oh my gosh, carnivorous plants. Yes. Oh shoot, I'm still recording. Shoot. Mm -hmm.